0: Welcome to Unlawyerly, where we talk about life, and the pursuit of happiness, and some law. This is Ramin. It's time to get Unlawyerly. My daughter, Aleya, who I often refer to as Lele, she has this flower plant. It's a window one. It's one that Asia got for her, and it's, it's for kids. And basically the way it works is it's little... Uh, pot which is plastic which you put some soil in it you got some seeds you put that inside and then you prop it up against the window mainly because it allows the plant to be able to get some light and so as Alea has been taking care of it she realizes that of course it needs water needs to be monitored every day and so she'll take her little um plastic bottle that they came with and make sure every day that she's watering it. Now I often have to remind her, let's not over water it, but every day she's like, Papa, we need to go water the plant. And as she's been doing this and consistently taking care of it, it's been, the seeds have been budding and it's been starting to grow into a uh, plant. And it's fascinating because as the light is coming in, it's providing it the nutrients, it's providing the things that it needs to grow, and then, of course, we're watering it. The reason why I bring that up is, you know, our our kids are very much the same way as that plant. And I think Alea has kind of a, a leg up in this game, so to speak, by taking care of this plant, because she's learning a lot of life lessons that maybe she does not realize it um, although given how <laughs> I think sharp she is maybe she does so for this unlawyerly moment I wanted to talk about why I believe that kids are our biggest investments and in turn they're also one of our biggest tests I will say this and I said this at the very forefront of the Instagram reel that I had created is I do understand that there are a lot of people who are trying to conceive, and for one reason or another, they haven't been able to, and then there are people who have decided, hey, you know, being a parent is not it for me. And as I said before, may God make it easy for those who are trying to conceive and haven't been able to, and if it's in their interest, uh, whatever the case may be, uh, may God allow them to conceive, uh, and of course to find peace otherwise. And for those who've realized that perhaps Parenting or being a parent is not for them. If they haven't found peace with it, may may God allow them to find peace. I do love my kids a lot. Uh, I've made a lot of decisions uh, centered around my children, and it wasn't always that case. Um, you know, I, I think as we're we're especially when we're in college or university, and as we're starting to uh, work, one of the things that we're often told, "Hey, invest in your." 401ks into your IRAs, invest in your retirement accounts. Because, of course, God knows where Social Security is going to be, but that's for uh, discussion, that's for another date. But we are often told to invest in, you know, our retirement accounts, reti- uh, invest in our education, invest in our uh, careers, invest in our professional growth, and our emotional growth, and our physical growth, and all of these things. And it often, it's very individualistic, it's focused on that individual and where they are going at in life. And I think it is very unique to Western culture. However, with globalization, of course, um, maybe it transcends beyond a certain geographical region. But the vast majority of the time we are told to invest in these things so that we can have a great life, we can have a good life. And subtle, the subtle message often is related to your children the the investment that your children uh are yeah and i'm not saying it of course from a monetary standpoint i'm saying from the fact that these children are ultimately going to be the ones that are going to be you know, the future workers the future leaders as cliché as that is uh the future community leaders the future the future parents and i think that last one is 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 very important the future Parents. And so, for those of us who, who have children, we do have to realize the responsibility and the importance of us um, playing a role as guides, mentors to our children. And I'll also add this look, it's not just a mother and father figure. There's uncles, there's cousins, uh, there's grandparents, there's godparents, however you want to look at it. So, it's not necessarily the mom and dad so to speak. I will be speaking about it from that perspective because that's a perspective I know. Now as I had mentioned for me uh, as I've gotten older I've realized the the importance of children. Uh, God willing we're about to have our fourth child so we have my oldest is a son. I have two daughters and I have another daughter coming up. And you know for the longest time the way that I looked at it was yes my children were very important, and one of the ways to do it for me was to provide for them from a monetary standpoint. And it's ironic because I felt that when I was younger, my uh, my dad, he provided things from a monetary standpoint, but maybe he wasn't there. And of course, as I got older, I realized the complications of what happens when there's a civil war going on in the country in which you uh, left and uh, came to the U.S. as refugees, uh, but uh, obviously that took Me growing up to realize that. But it was ironic because I realized that that's what I was doing. I was providing all these things for my children, but the one thing that was the most expensive thing that I could or had a difficult time trying to provide them was my time. And it took uh, experience to be able to realize that I was committing myself perhaps too much to my career, to my education, to uh, my professional growth. It not, again it's not that these things are are bad, but they were taking away time from from my kids. I remember when Asya was at the crossroads of her career uh, and this was around the time that we had our second child. We were discussing whether or not um you know she should stay home full time you know be uh be a mom, and that in itself is, is a bigger job than any other job that I can think of. Or be a dad, it's not necessarily related to one sex. And one of the things that she did was, she and she was working at the United States Institute of Peace, she spoke with people who were there and just picked their brains. And a lot of these people were older individuals, older in their 50s and 60s. Consistently, the vast majority of them said that, you know, if I had the opportunity, the opportunity that you do to be able to... Um, spend more time with my kids when they were young versus working in the way that I did. I would choose the former. I would choose staying with with my kids. And also interesting, she had a conversation with the granddaughter of Walt Disney, and she said the exact same thing. And here you have someone who comes from this family where obviously there's a lot of wealth, there's a lot of prestige, there's a lot of things that she could be doing, and she also said the exact same thing. It's... uh, important to invest in your kids first and foremost. Now, again, as I mentioned, this is not a working mom, working dad type thing, or a mom staying at home, or a dad staying at home. The importance of it is that children do take a lot of our time, and raising children, it's not easy. It's been one of the most difficult things that I personally have had to learn, um, and I'm continuing to learn. And in my own uh, life trajectory, for those of you who followed me with um, my first series, you know that I had this career in big law, uh, and I was on the up and up. I was in renewable energy, and it's it's a very growing area, and the knowledge that I had and the partners that I was working at, I was basically uh, less than a few years from becoming a partner myself, but I realized that... A part of my decision for leaving Big Law was my children. I realized that I was not putting in enough time or the amount of time that I wanted to put into my relationship with them. I was only able to see them for, for 30 minutes. And so part of my decision, and I say part of it because there was other things that went into the mix for leaving Big Law, uh, and, and retiring from that re- respect was I felt that I needed to play more of a father-figure role, a guide for my children, especially when they are young, especially when I have the opportunity and ability to be able to help them, help mold them. And it's not necessarily dictating what they do, because one of the things I do with my children is I I want them to be critical thinkers. I want them to question the things that I'm telling them, because I want them to be able to make decisions for themselves as they get older. But part of the decision was My children and wanting more time now am I a model example not by any means not at all I decided to do the things that was important for my life to get to the next point of my life that I I saw that I needed to go but the other aspect of it was from a religious standpoint from my own faith as a Muslim consistently throughout the Quran the concept of children is mentioned numerous times and children in itself is a huge test and that's why I equate investment in a test at the same time. They're not anything to be looked at from a, a negative connotation or perhaps even a positive connotation. It's more of the fact that children truly are a big test from us. And children can either cause us to get on the straight path, the sirat al-mustaqeen as what they call it in, in Arabic or they can cause us to divert away from that and children are adornments of this world so if you have kids they're a test and if you don't have kids there that's a big test of in itself and so for me in in learning more about my faith reading the quran reading things related to to the son of prophet muhammad peace be upon him has been related to the fact that with us as parents we are going to be called to account How did you raise your kids? How much time did you invest with them? What did you teach them? All of these things you're going to be called to account. How did you treat them? And Our children are walking mirrors of ourselves. And I think for a while I was seeing things in my son because he was a walking mirror of me that I did not like and I realized I have to make changes. Because if he starts to pick up some of those habits, some of those things that I did not like in myself I was not doing him right because children at the end of the day they learn through observation they learn through example I remember with my own dad he would teach me to pray he would teach me to read Quran but the thing that I remember the most are the things that he did not tell me I remember him waking up for early morning Fajr prayer and this is before the Sun uh, rose and he would be in the closet reading the Quran, he would be doing his prayers, and that's the thing that stuck out to me the most, was the things that he did by example, and not necessarily by what he told me to do. And praise be to God, to this day, I follow in, in that example, I wake up for tajjur prayer, I read my Quran in the mornings, and of course it's not by any means to boast, but it's to show that here I am, 37 years old, and a lot of the things that my dad would do through example I'd do it or my mom she would tutor me at, in first grade I was at a third grade math level and she would take the time to teach me these various things and that's what I do with my son every night I spend time with him so it's those things that we I learned through example from my parents that I carry out for, for this day but I think the thing that used to scare me the most but it gives me a lot of hope now is the fact that when I die, I know I will be called to account. How did you raise your son? How did you raise your daughters? What type of father figure what that what type of male figure were you for these kids and before it scared me because I was like i don 't know what i will how I will answer that yes i 'm showing them that education is important it is yes i 'm showing them that having a career is important, and it is to uh, to do well in society to to serve in, in that respect well, what am I doing from the perspective of being a guide from them in this life? As as a Muslim dad, um, as, as a minority father figure, as a male, uh, as someone who is trying to show them what it means to perhaps be a model man. And my wife is doing her own part, and of course I will have to let her speak for herself, but I was scared for the longest time because I, I asked myself, what? how am I going to answer that when God asks me, to, to be accounted for in terms of my kids. But now I realize that how I'm allocating my time, I'm investing in my children by putting more more of the thing that was the most expensive for me, which was my time. I'm allocating more of it to them. And while I may not necessarily see those things, those seeds that I've implanted and sprout now, God willing, as they get older, I know that I will receive dividends on my investment to look at it from a business perspective because I do have a business background. I will be able to see, you know, reap what you sow. And it's interesting because I did ask my Quran teacher one day, I said, look, what if a parent does everything that they're supposed to and they try to guide their kids and they do as much, of a, uh, as, much as they can? What happens if they go astray? Because, look, God is going to guide who he wills and he will lead astray who he wills. And my Quran teacher tells me, he said, Ramin, you do exactly what you're doing. Allocate time to them, teach them, be a, be a father figure, be a male figure, be a mentor, be a friend. And the most important thing, make dua, make prayer for your children. And every day I do pray for my kids. Allow them to be amongst the righteous. Allow them to be guided. If they go astray, because they will, I went astray, lead them back to the Surat al King guide them. The most important thing that you can do is pray for them. But God will call you to account for your actions. And if you've done everything that you can, and for whatever reason they go astray, you've done your part, and the last thing you can do is pray for them our children truly are an investment and they're a long-term investment and we will be called to account on the day of judgment in terms of how we raise them now this does not mean that you give up your job you give up your career you give up any of those things it means just stop reflect and assess what is it that you're doing that's working what are you doing that needs to improve now in the beginning I told you about the story of Alea planting those seeds one of the things that you learn through observation, and it's not anything you know mind shattering, but one thing I've realized is that when you overwater a plant, when you consistently stay on it, it doesn't also help. You have to eventually let it grow, give it some time to absorb the water, the nutrients, and then tend to it. Now I know there is gonna be a point in my children's lives, in my own life, God willing, if I'm alive, to see that point, that I'm going to have to just let my children do what they need to do, use the tools that I've given them, but let them lead their own lives. And I'll be on the guidelines to, to be there for them, and hopefully I'll do it from a non-judgmental standpoint, but I will have to let them grow up at a certain point on their own, doing and using the tools that I've given them and what Asya has given them. Given them but I won't necessarily always be there guide them and just like that plant, we're going to have to let it just grow on its own at a certain point but until then it is our duty it's our responsibility to be the types of parents and or parent figures to children that are out there because look at one point or another we've all needed some type of mentor some type of guide and we will continue to do so and you know as parents or parent figures we have a huge responsibility and kids are going to be one of our biggest investments that will also count as sadaqa jariah, which is basically when we pass away, the good deeds that they do and the knowledge that they've learned will come back to benefit us. Talk next time. As always, I appreciate you and thank you for listening to Unlawyerly. My name is Rameen Mohammed. You can catch me on Instagram at unlawyerly with unlawyerlywithramin, unlawyerly.com on our website of course, please feel free to subscribe to our YouTube. That's it for today. My name is Ramin again, and it's been Unlawyerly. Thank you.